Hello and welcome to a early morning edition of the Cyclone Insider podcast and live stream. He's Randy Peterson. I'm Travis Hines coming to you from just outside Jack Tri Stadium after Iowa State's 27-14 victory over TCU on Saturday night at Jack Trice Stadium on the Jack Trice Legacy Game Day. Lots of good stuff from Iowa State today, Randy, especially coming off of the 50-20 to 20 loss to Oklahoma last week. Uh, but I thought, to me, the thing that stood out is TCU made a ton of mistakes and Iowa State made them pay. And that, that sounds simple, but it's not always what you get from a young team like Iowa State where they really eventually – you know, pounded away at what TCU was uh, messing up and giving them. Yeah, Iowa State had – I mean, clearly this is Iowa State's best game this year, and I'm going to sneeze in a second. It's Iowa State's best game this year. Um, they ran the ball with authority. I mean, they had 215 yards rushing. That's the most since, what did we say, 2021 against TCU. Um, the offensive line was – more good than not so good. The um, every time Iowa State, every like you said, every when when um, when Iowa State forced TCU to mess up, Iowa State took advantage of it. I mean, for example, at the the um, um, Darian Porter block punt at the end of the second half or second quarter. The, okay, they didn't score a touchdown, but it, they at least got a field goal out of it. And then on the second possession of the third quarter. You got you got Sama running 55 up the middle behind newcomers in that offensive line. Well, the two at least newcomers in that offensive line that are playing the interior line for a touchdown. So this was this was a big building block game for for Iowa State. Um, given what had happened in the past, given what was what is coming up. Um, and given the significance of the e- of the evening, like you like you alluded to, yeah, this this was a game that Iowa State needed, and they got the ex- exactly the the kind of victory. Um, uh, Matt Campbell couldn't have drawn it up any better. I mean, to be to be quite perfectly honest with you, with this young team, you you never know what you're going to get. And tonight, they got way more good than 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 bad. Yeah, in the running game. Eli Sanders, 6.2 yards to carry. Abu Sama, 9.8. Obviously, the 55-yarder throws his average a little out of whack, but you you get credit for the yards you run for. Cartavius Norton, 4.7. Carson Hansen, 4.5. You know, those numbers would have been a pipe dream two weeks ago. Come in, you know, the the Ohio game, the Oklahoma State game, things seem to take a step forward in the running game last week and certainly a resounding win for that offensive line and for that running back room today. And I think that's maybe the thing you have to be most optimistic about if you're Matt Campbell or an Iowa State fan is they've got that going a little bit. They have found something that works. And I think like if, if you really want to be optimistic, you know, they were feeding Eli Sanders, but Norton gets 10 carries, Sama gets six. Like everybody had some success in that room tonight. And I think what you're seeing is that, you know, halfway through the year now, it's not going to be the Brees Hall show. It's not going to be the David Montgomery show that they're going to mix and match with that backfield. You know, Carson Hansen, I thought, got a lot of opportunities on third down. He'll be an, like, obviously, he's a guy that they like and want to get involved, even if he doesn't have the production of the other three. Sama, the speed was on display. I think Sanders has had the consistency that maybe the other guys haven't. 
know, for Norton, a lot of that's probably due to injury. But big day for them. Rocco Becht was okay. You know, he made some big plays, but not super accurate, didn't throw for a ton, um, but got a lot of praise from Campbell after the game for his decision-making. And, again, all you got to do is look on the flip side where uh, Chandler Morris threw two terrible interceptions, Josh Hoover threw a bad one, and then J.P. Richardson on a wide receiver pass through, who, buddy. <laughs> oh, buddy. Like, that's all I can say about that. Like, oh, he, buddy. the guy didn't throw it because he saw three dudes wearing the wrong jersey and then said, ah, to hell with it, and threw, <laughs> threw it anyway for an interception. <laughs> One of the more inexplicable things I've seen in a while. Uh, oh, yeah, we've seen all – yeah. My point while, being yeah. is that when your opponent is making mistakes, let them and don't make your own. Yeah. And that's what the Iowa State offense was able to do today, that, you know, nothing – spectacular, but a lot of solid and a lot of consistency, which again, where they were three weeks ago, you're feeling pretty good. I would imagine if you're Nate Shieldhouse right now. And let's not forget the defense either. I mean, last week, the defense probably took a step back, probably hell. They took a step, they took a couple step backs, um, steps back at Oklahoma this, uh, this week, they weren't great. They weren't great tonight or last night, whatever it is. They weren't were, great early. I thought they got really They got better early. as the game went on. Yeah. Exactly. They, they were like borderline bad early other than yes. being able to force turnovers, which that's a big but, but they were giving up a lot of chunk plays consistently. Yeah. Quarter I mean, you've, and got, half you've got Freeler getting two, getting two, getting two picks. Um, um, I can't remember who, who got the other two, but, but you, you've got, uh, um, they, they missed some tackles early in the going. Early in the game, um, open field stuff, and uh, TCU was breaking tackles. But you're right. As the game went on, they fixed it. And they fixed a lot of things at halftime because Iowa State came out in the second half and was completely dominating. I haven't added up the stats yet. Um, but they were they were dominating um, in the second half. And, and so there were some darn good um, um, corrections being made um, at halftime. And, and let's not forget that that you know I talked about how Sama, how that um, how that fifty-five yard run was a, maybe the biggest momentum piece of, of of the game, at least from the off from the offense. Campbell Campbell said, and very correctly, the block punt at the end of the first half that they want Iowa State made the you know that they responded with a with a field goal that sent Iowa State into a, in a halftime with some momentum. So, so yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, um, somebody called it a complimentary victory after a complimentary performance after, uh, after the game. And, and I, I agree with that because, because I, it was it, it, the, the defense complimented the offense and, and everybody complimented the special teams. Um, it was, it was, it was one of those games that, that you, you can you can still do better on Campbell even even said that Campbell said after the game that 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 it's nice to see that there's 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 also areas to improve. I don't have any doubt that they'll get to work. They've got momentum now because moving forward, they've got a reason to believe that they can be in a position where I don't think anybody thought they'd be after after the the debacle at Ohio and then certainly after losing again at 
at uh, at Oklahoma. I mean, with three games, with six games to go, Iowa State needs three wins to go to a, um, a bowl game. And other than other than uh, than Texas, there's not a there's not a a team on the remaining schedule that's I would say is really daunting. Kansas is playing good ball, um, obviously, but there's nobody else really daunting at Cincinnati next Saturday. Next Saturday, very good possibility there. Then there's then there's the off week, and then and then at Baylor, Baylor's not been great shakes. So there's t- today opened up. What happened tonight opened up all kinds of possibilities, and those possibilities would not have been there had Iowa State not won tonight. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line, by winning this game, to your point, Randy, keeps open a pretty wide swath of possibility. But they're going to have to win a road game. And they have not been good on the road. you got Cincinnati on the road, Baylor on the road, Kansas at home, at BYU, Texas at home, Kansas State on the road. So, obviously, only two of those six are on the road – or at home, excuse me – and – is that right? They only got two home games left, Texas and Kansas. Kansas, yeah. Season goes by fast. Two home games, they need three wins. Something's going to have to give on the road. The two most obvious come in succession, as you mentioned, at Cincinnati, by at Baylor. Probably got to win one or two of those games, one or both, if you're uh, serious about going to a bowl game. Because if you head into November stuck on three you know, to take three of four against Kansas, BYU, Texas, and Kansas State, that's pretty tough. Even two of four is going to be hard to where you would – if you're Iowa State, obviously winning the next two games would be huge. And I think they're very, very realistic to win those games. I mean, both Cincinnati and, like, Baylor seems to be a mess right now. That Iowa State's given themselves a chance. And that's, I think, if you're an Iowa State fan, you got to feel pretty good about that given – my guess of how you felt when they uh, walked off the field at Athens a couple weeks ago. So lots to play for, but a critical two games and three weeks stretch here for Iowa state, where I think we're really going to see the shape of things uh, heading into November. But to Randy's point, it's already Sunday morning. So we're going to get out of here. He's Randy. I'm Travis. This has been the cyclone insider podcast and live stream from the Des Moines register. Be sure to check out all of our coverage from the game and into next week's road game at Cincinnati on Des Moines Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next time.